Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Have a little talk with him. In John 15, verse 13, we read, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. I can't get enough of this issue, that is, the love of God. So one more time, I'm, in, I'm reflecting on this text, and I'm inviting you to listen in on a conversation that I had with Jesus. Me. Jesus, thank you for engaging me in this conversation. I'm trying to understand this text. It seems to be your own words, but this thing says that someone has such love for his friends that he chose to die for them. Explain this to me, please. So let me paraphrase Jesus' response. Let's talk about create and recreate, as in make over. When God created the world, on the last day, God created humans in his image and in his likeness. That was something significant, especially as he had not done this to the animals or the birds or the fish. He reserved this distinction for the final item in the creation story. This clearly suggests that humans are super important in God's mind. God gave the first humans to maintain their likeness to God an instruction. Do not eat of the tree of good and evil. They did not follow his, his advice and guess what? What was created in the image and likeness of God now became twisted, distorted, no longer what they were created to look like. Well, God the Father had a plan. By the way, you do know that God is Trinity, right? That you have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Okay, so God put his plan in place. This plan was foolproof. This plan was to restore or recreate humans in the image and likeness of God. All of this plan was wrapped up in love. What this means is that God loved humans from before he made them. And so when the first couple sinned, God was disappointed because his masterpiece that he loved so much was now nothing like what he intended. Humans were now separated from God in their new state as sinners. Well, believe me when I tell you that God was not going to rest until humans were restored. This love that God has for the world caused him to send Jesus, his son, to earth with the expressed mission to redeem the human race. And this act of redemption was not going to be easy. God recognized that after Jesus came, people were continuing to live in their sin, not realizing how much God loves them that he sent his son. Imagine that God had to send his son to the world to show the world that the love that God has for the world was so great. This is what you're grappling with, right? Yes. But Jesus went on to explain. He completed the main and only event that would redeem man, but man had to realize what is going to happen and what was driving Jesus to what the text is referring to. So now, let us dive into the text. Let us talk about two things. First of all, it was agreed from way back in heaven, long before I arrived on earth, it was an agreement that I would go and die so that humans can be redeemed. Those are Jesus' words, not mine. However, when you look at the way Jesus died, it speaks volumes. Jesus explained that he was crucified, a very brutal and inhumane way to execute someone, and that because... He had to die that way. That was him paying the supreme price. 
The second thing is in the form of a question. Jesus asked me to share with you a fresh perspective of 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 17. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. Did you get that? Jesus went on to explain. Remember when the original humans were created and told to not eat of the fruit, but they did. Well, from before that time, God loved humans. And after that incident, everything changed, but God loved us even more. And then comes time, perfect time as far as God's plan was concerned. But do you know that if God the Father loves you, then the Son and the Holy Spirit love you too? Boy, am I getting excited. So here comes Jesus, the Son of God, sent in love. But let us visit the setting where the text was recited. He was having a conversation with his disciples and said to them, Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. In other words, Jesus loved us too with an immense love that he had to say it to them again and again. But this time, it was not just God so loved the world. Jesus said to his disciples, there is no greater love, no higher love, no deeper love exists that, than the love that I have for you. It is not about the competitive forms. Rather, look at what Jesus did. He says that I am laying down my life for you, my friends. Why would he do that? You asked. Simple. That is the only way that God could recreate the twisted creation by making it possible to recreate man in his image and in his likeness. When you get saved, you are recreated. You are no longer the distortion of the original creation that was in God's image and likeness. But you, child of God, you have been made brand new. Now, do you get the message of love, the deep expression of love that Jesus is talking about in the text? It took love to go all the way to Calvary, and he, and he did not protest. He did not try to escape because he was laying down his life for his friends. Jesus was crucified in the natural sense, but it was out of love for you and for me. Just think about it. Only love could have made someone endure such a horrific death. That is some kind of love that requires a response. If you are not a child of God, let me encourage you to accept this love. The greatest love of all. Love doesn't get better than this. Oh, our talk ended. And so I am signing off to embrace his love. His grace be with you, my friend.